You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. It's 8 p.m. in Israel, Friday, May the 14th, 2021, in the headlines. Reports of international efforts to mediate a truce between Israel and Hamas. Rocket fire on Israel's south continues at this hour as the IDF continues to hit the Gaza Strip following last night's massive bombardment of the Hamas terror infrastructure. Eight Palestinians are reported killed by IDF fire during West Bank disturbances. A nighttime curfew tonight in Lod as Jewish and Arab municipal leaders from around the country meet in a bid to restore calm. And in the north, IDF tanks fire towards protesters who breached the border fence from Lebanon. Reports say one protester was killed. The weather outlook warmer, mostly in the hills and inland. Good evening and Shabbat Shalom. This is Nomi Segal together with sound engineer Hagai Gabait Ghani with a special news wrap-up. Amid ongoing rocket fire on Israel's south and IDF strikes in the Gaza Strip, reports of international efforts to secure a ceasefire. The BBC reported that in recent hours, international elements, Egyptian and other Arab officials, have been working to secure a truce which the Gaza-based reporter indicated some signs of progress. Jordan's foreign minister was said to be in talks with counterparts from Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Oman, and other countries. Another source said Egypt had proposed to Israel and Hamas a 12-hour truce. A security source, however, said in response that Israel is continuing the campaign and there is no offer of a ceasefire. The rocket fire from the Gaza Strip continues today, mostly on the south, as the IDF continued to hit Gaza following last night's massive air, ground and sea bombardment of hundreds of targets. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed that Israel will exact a heavy price from Hamas. Siren alerts were sounded throughout the day with rockets fired at the Gaza periphery, Ashkelon, Ashdod, Beersheba and the southern coastal plain. Doctors at Sheba Medical Center today announced the death of a 50-year-old woman who was seriously injured while rushing to a bomb shelter on Tuesday during a rocket alarm. Her death brought the number of fatalities in Israel since the fighting started to nine. This including an 87-year-old woman who slipped and fell last night while running for shelter during a siren alert near Ashdod. The IDF said that since 7 last night until 7 a.m. this morning, some 190 rockets were fired at Israel. Dozens of them were intercepted by the Iron Dome. About 30 fell inside the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile, Israeli forces today shot down an armed Hamas drone, hit rocket launching cells, and bombed a storehouse for cyber equipment used by the Hamas military wing in the northern Gaza Strip. In recent hours, the IDF hit a tunnel entry in the southern Gaza Strip, as well as a building housing a financial institution. A man in his 50s was injured early this morning in Beersheba when a rocket struck a seven-story building in the city. Another nine city residents were lightly hurt and dozens were treated for shock. Meanwhile, a high-tension wire was damaged in Lavim in the south, causing a power out in the area, including some parts of Beersheba. 
The IDF last night launched a heavy bombardment of the Gaza Strip, including artillery and tank shelling of the northern Gaza Strip and south. According to the IDF spokesman, Israeli ground, air and sea forces hit more than 150 targets in a span of 40 minutes, focusing on the so-called Hamas metro tunnel network under Gaza City, which the IDF spokesman described as a strategic asset. An initial IDF statement on the air and ground attacks on Gaza prompted several international media outlets to initially report that the IDF had begun a ground invasion of the Gaza Strip, a possibility Israeli army officials have not ruled out this week. The Hamas-run health ministry in the Gaza Strip said that since the start of the current hostilities, 119 Palestinians have been killed, some 40 of them children and women. More than 830 people have been injured. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, following a situation assessment with the defense echelon at the Kiryan Tel Aviv today, said, I would, we would, I said we would strike Hamas and the other terrorist organizations very hard, and we are doing just that. In the last 24 hours, we have attacked underground targets. Hamas senior officials think that they can flee from our strikes. They cannot flee. We will reach them everywhere, and we will continue to do so, he said. This is not over yet. We will do everything to restore security to our cities and our people. Netanyahu also expressed appreciation for U.S. President Joe Biden and other world leaders of France, Britain, Austria, and Germany, whom he said upheld Israel's right to defend itself. French President Emmanuel Macron spoke today with Netanyahu, stressing the urgent need to return to the path of peace. He expressed condolences over the deaths of Israelis by rocket fire and concern for the Palestinian population in Gaza. A Khan reporter says Macron is continuing to work for a stop to the violence in the region. The U.N. Security Council is scheduled to convene on Sunday to discuss the escalation. A Khan reporter says several member states had sought to convene the session today, but the United States opposed. An IDF source admits that the military did not expect Hamas to go for broke and enter a full-on escalation with Israel. The intelligence source expected Hamas to seek specific flashpoints of violence with Israel, but not a full-on campaign against the IDF. Sources in Israel said they expect the current hostilities to continue for a few more days, during which Hamas would try to achieve a significant tactical achievement. Hamas spokesman Fauzi Barhoum has called on Palestinians in the West Bank to carry out attacks against Israel. If you do, you will win, he said. This as violence surged across the West Bank, with the Palestinian Authority reporting eight people killed and 91 injured in clashes with IDF forces today. Unrest was also reported by the Damascus Gate in Jerusalem. Dozens of Arabs threw bottles and rocks at Israeli police forces. Four were arrested. Meanwhile, three East Jerusalem residents have been charged with the attempted lynch of a Jewish man by the Rockefeller Museum in East Jerusalem. They were also faced terror charges. A nighttime curfew will take effect at 9 p.m. in the mixed city of Lod, which has been a flashpoint for violent riots in recent days. Residents will be permitted to leave their homes only for urgent medical matters or to go to a shelter in the event of a rocket attack. The curfew will be in place until 4 a.m. During overnight disturbances and riots in the city of Lod, police arrested suspects who threw petrol bombs, rocks, attacked officers, and caused damage to public property. Arrests were also made during disturbances in Tel Aviv, Netanya, Beersheva, and other locations. Nine Akko residents were arrested for involvement in violence. 
Since the beginning of the riots and disturbances this week, police have arrested 750 suspects allegedly involved in unrest around the country. The condition has improved of the 19-year-old IDF soldier who was attacked by a mob last night in Jaffa. He's currently listed in moderate to stable condition after undergoing surgery in Ikhilov Hospital in Tel Aviv. The condition has also improved of the Arab man who was attacked in Bat Yam this week. He is currently listed in light condition, also at Ikhilov. President Reuven Rivlin today convened public and interfaith leaders from ACO, which has been a scene of violence and looting. He afterwards said that the moderate majority of Israel wants to uphold law and order. We must not let extremist elements dictate the tone and lead us to despair, he said. More than 30 Jewish and Arab local authority heads met this morning with the police commissioner Yaakov Shabtai. The head of the Union of Local Authorities, Chaim Bibis, said he supports the police and it must work to stop the violence and calm tempers together with local municipal leaders. Police have stepped up their presence this weekend in recreational sites and at beaches amid concern they could turn into friction points for clashes between Jews and Arabs. A con reporter notes that Muslims have been observing Eid al-Fitr holiday in these days, a time when many gather to visit parks, nature reserves, and beaches. The head of the Shin Bet Security Service, Nadav Argaman, says he views the riots around the country as acts of terror. He said the Shin Bet will use all its capabilities and help the police in preventing acts of violence. We will not let the lawbreakers, Jewish and Arab, impose terror on the streets of the country, he said. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu held a situation assessment in Lod today. He said the violence must stop immediately. He said a group of hooligans from the Arab public is attacking Jews because they're Jewish. This is not the entire Arab public and not even most of it, but it is a significant minority that harms the fabric of life among Jews and Arabs. Netanyahu stressed that the response of the Arab leadership until now has been weak. Everyone must condemn all manner of violence, Arabs against Jews, and also Jews against Arabs, and do this fully. He said he gave an order to use all force to prevent acts of violence. From our perspective, this is terror, he said, and promised to bring quiet back to Israeli cities. The Border Police Command and the Public Security Minister, as well as the Police Commissioner, took part in the assessment. In the north, IDF tanks today fired warning shots toward a number of rioters who crossed from Lebanon into Israeli territory. The army spokesman said that the suspects sabotaged the fence and set fire in the area before returning to Lebanese territory. According to reports, one of the protesters who crossed the fence later died. The incident follows last night's firing of three rockets from Lebanon toward the sea, opposite Israel's coast of the western Galilee. A Lebanese security source believed Palestinian organizations were behind the incident. No one was hurt and no damage was caused. Lebanese radio stations reported that the security apparatus of the state apprehended the rocket-launching cells in the area of the city of Tyre, but the Lebanese military denied the report. In Jordan, thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters tried to approach the Israeli border near the Allenby crossing. Jordanian media said they marched past one security checkpoint but were blocked before reaching the crossing area by Jordanian security forces.
Politics briefly, Yamina Party leader Naftali Bennett has dropped out of coalition negotiations with the Bloc for Change and renewed efforts for creation of a government led by Benjamin Netanyahu of the Likud. He cited the recent unrest as the reason. Yeshatid leader Yair Lapid, who has until the beginning of June the mandate to try to form a government, said he understands Bennett's distress, but he is mistaken. Coronavirus, another 30 cases were diagnosed yesterday out of 21,000 tests that were carried out for a positive test result rate of 0.1%. There are currently just under 750 active cases in Israel. And the government has approved in a telephone referendum an extension until May 30th of the health ministry ban on travel by Israelis to seven countries deemed as having high infection rates. Due to the security situation, Khan Moreshet is operating as a quiet station over the Sabbath and upcoming Shavuot holiday for the religiously observant. Khan Moreshet can be found on the FM frequencies 90.5, 90.8, 92.5, and 100.7. The weather outlook, slightly warmer, mostly in the hills and inland. No significant change tomorrow. Sunday, much hotter with unseasonably hot to Sharav conditions developing. Monday, cooler. That concludes our news wrap-up. You can find Con English on the Con Radio and digital platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Spotify. This is Nomi Sega wishing you good evening and Shabbat Shalom.